and welcome to the last push podcast so today we are going to take a look at a paper two required practical i was asked to spend a little bit more time going through some required practicals so what we're going to focus on today is looking at your required practical activity 19 so what I need you to do I need you to be intentional I need you to get out a paper a pen markers whatever you need to potentially write some stuff down because we are going to go through this required practical Okay, so welcome back and hopefully you've got all your equipment, you are ready to rock and roll because today we're going to be looking at the physics required practical that looks at different forces and how they affect the acceleration of an object with a constant mass, okay? And I think really, let's break down that formula that you have to know first because that formula is really, really important and it's Newton's second law. And Newton's second law is the acceleration of an object is proportional to the resultant force acting on the object and inversely proportional to the mass of the object. I think that statement itself is really hard to grasp. It's really confusing. So instead of thinking about that, what we're going to take a look at, we're going to take a look at the actual formula itself, which is F is equal to M. A. And it stands for the resultant force is equal to the mass times the acceleration. So basically, the mass of an object and how fast that object is speeding up is going to determine the force, the force of the object. And force is measured in newtons, mass is measured in kilograms, and acceleration is measured in meters per second squared. Those units are really, really important for you to try to remember. So make sure you've written them down. You can go over them before that exam. So force is measured in newtons, mass is measured in kilograms, and acceleration is measured in meters per second squared. So basically... I need you to think about the acceleration and how fast an object speeds up is really it really is related to the force and it is related to the mass now there's one other formula that i think is really really important for you to get down and it is acceleration is equal to the final velocity minus the initial velocity divided by time because it's really easy to use that formula to calculate the acceleration um, and the acceleration of an object so if you know the final velocity say you've got a car and it's it's driving along a road and it's driving along at 20 meters per second super slow 20 meters per second and it speeds up to 100 meters per second so the 100 meters per second is going to be your final velocity and your 20 meters per second was going to be your initial velocity or your starting speed your starting velocity and what you do is 
you think about the time taken. So if it took five seconds to go from 20 meters per second to 100 meters per second, then that would be the time taken. And you can plug that into the formula to figure out how fast that car or bike or whatever the object is, how fast it is speeding up. So the practical itself usually looks at a small dynamics trolley which is a type of car it's a car that has got four wheels and what you're going to try to do is you're going to use light gates which are sensors which as the object passes the sensor it will tell you how fast it's going and you're going to have a stop clock to measure the time and you can have a certain amount of mass tied to a string on this trolley. So you've got a car, a little car, that has got a string attached to it that's got masses that hang over the ledge of a table. And I said earlier, it's a constant mass, so you don't want to add masses to it. You want to figure out what the acceleration is without adding the masses to it. So what you can do is you can have a light gate to measure the speed at the start of your table, and then you can have a light gate to measure the final speed at the edge of the table. Someone needs to time how long the car goes from one light gate to the second light gate, and you always want to make sure it's the same person timing it because that's a control variable, and it's going to make sure that it is a reliable result. So, basically you've got this car, and as you let the mass go, which is hanging over the edge of the table, the car is going to start speeding up. It's going to go through that light gate and calculate the initial velocity. Then it's going to go through the last light gate and calculate the final velocity. And whoever's timing it will stop the timer and get the time in seconds so that you can use that formula acceleration is equal to velocity final minus initial velocity divided by time and in all your practicals you always want to try to talk about how you are going to do repeats so i wouldn't just do this practical once I would do it a minimum of three times and then i would calculate a mean average by adding up all your accelerations and dividing it by three or however many times you did it so if you did it four times you'd add up all your accelerations and divide by four and we did this um we did the i did this with my classes in lesson and i think we actually did it about six or seven times we did it a lot of times and then we calculated that mean average because you can also the more times you do it the more reliable results you get the more repeatable results you get and you can also get rid of any anomalies and anomalies are your results that don't fit the pattern or the trend so for example if you've got 10 meters per second squared 11 meters per second squared 10 meters per second squared 12 meters per second squared and then 17 meters per second squared the 17 does not fit the pattern or the trend because all the other ones are 10, 11, or 12. So 17 is a little bit of an anomalous result. Also, you could go um, anomalous result of 5 because that's a lot lower. So if you had 5, 10, 11, 10, 12, and 17, you'd have two anomalous results. And you wouldn't include them in your average. So you'd only take the 10, 11, 10, and 12 and divide, add those all up 
and divide by four to get your mean average. Now, the only other thing that I think is really important is that you can actually do this practical where you add masses. And I need you to think for a second, if you keep adding a mass to, to that string, how is that gonna affect the acceleration? If we add a mass to the string. So have a little think about it. And hopefully you all said that that acceleration would be a lot faster, which is true, okay? So the more mass you add to it, you will increase the acceleration. So that is your required practical, looking at Newton's second law. And we took a look at uh, one formula, force is equal to mass times acceleration. And a second formula, acceleration is equal to final velocity, minus initial velocity divided by time. So get out there, keep revising, go through all your forces, take a look at magnets, and remember that you guys are rock stars. Keep working hard. Mm -hmm.